just river kids Picking up stones like David did Watching them long necks break off a freight train bridge We went to church in a Detroit car Our daddies drank draft at the local bar With an aching back just like old granddad did And we like cold cake beer Fixing up trucks Old bird dogs and the woman we love Maxwell has steaming out of a coffee cup We say our prayers send them to the sky Bust our banks barely getting by Carolina to California up to Illinois Yeah, there's guys like us Blue-collar boys Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Marcus Show Bro, presented by the CLHACC Nonprofit Foundation. I am Marcus, your host as always, and here with me, my partner in crime, my number two, the Larry Hughes to my Ronald Murray. Ryan, Ryan, buddy, how's it going? Great. I'm really loving these uh, old Cavs analogies you're pulling out. Okay. <laughs> you're surprising me. <laughs> you know, you have to give me the year. Oh, five, oh, six. 506. You're crazy. There we go. The 0506 season. Yes, sir. Uh, Ronald Murray position. He's like a shooting guard. And Larry Hughes. He's also a shooting guard. Also a shooting guard. Yes. Very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, led the, led, they were four and five in points that year for that team. Yeah. Murray averaged Ronald 13. Murray, his nickname was Flip. Because I think they, they I think, because I remember him as Flip Murray. But yeah, Ronald yeah. was his first name. Was that a uh, was that a LeBron James MVP year? No, he averaged thirty one points for the the Cavs that year. Yeah, he didn't win MVP until like his last two years, his first in his first stint. Okay, yeah, but Maybe anyway, like a Steve Nash MVP year, but yes, might have been. I forget how good Steve Nash was. Yeah, yeah, people do. Um, but anyway. Uh, Ryan, so before we get into Super Bowl, everything that came with it, I'm sure we're going to break down and overanalyze every single thing before and after, um, and, and everything that goes with the game. Uh, we talked about this last week off air, me and you, uh, but this will be our last Wednesday episode for a little bit. So I'm getting back into a coaching season. Um, and it just becomes a little bit too much. We'll still have the Friday shows. They'll be like, the the norm the old Friday shows where we went a little bit longer form, kind of trying to hit on anything that we think is important from the past week in sports. Um, and then when the summer rolls around, uh, we'll be back to two episodes again. Uh, but for the next couple months, at least March, April into May, probably just one episode. Uh, so it makes my life easier. Um, but we're still coming at you. We're not going to miss shows and it's not as busy as football season. So uh we're not going to skip weeks like we do in the fall which isn't good um but anyway that's not your fault that's me that's that's me telling oh, yeah. myself we're not missing shows anyway um ryan the los angeles rams are world champions now where do you want to start 
Well, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know what? Cooper Cup is amazing. Yes, he is. Um, and their defense, Aaron Donald and Von Miller, won them that game too. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I agree. And there was like, okay, so the past couple of weeks and really like most of the season, we have praised Joe Burrow, rightfully so. Like the yes. guy is incredible. And I want to start from the first the first Bengals drive. So the Bengals kick off. The Rams go three and out, I believe. I don't think that they got a first down. They punt to the Bengals. If they did get a first down, they got one. Yes, because it was that drive was quick. It was done yeah. real, real quick. Punt to the Bengals. Bengals get the ball. And it was the first time this season, last season, that I was like, oh, shoot. Joe Burrow is like a 25-year-old kid. Yeah, like twenty-five-year-old man, I should say, because he's our age. Like mm -hmm. he's the same age as us, which is crazy. And I, I know, I, I preface this with saying, like, if I was in the same position, yeah, I, I would probably, my brain would be everywhere too. But twenty-five-year-old quarterback that, on that third, I think it was third and two, fourth and one, where they went for yeah. it on that first drive. Yeah, he was like there at midfield. Yeah, missed T. Higgins, like missed, or was it Tyler Boyd? It was one of the two motion one of the across. Two, yeah. Goes out into the flats was wide. I'm pretty sure it was. He left him short, right? He didn't even. He didn't even throw it to him. He tried. He tried to get it to chase across the middle when. Which is T, what he does when he yes. panics. If you've noticed that. Mm -hmm. T was wide open, and that was the 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 first instance of like, oh man, this is like this. This could be different. This could be different with how we've seen him play all year, the past mm -hmm. two years out of LSU. Like all right. those things can now change the rams get the ball at midfield they come down score the first touchdown odell beckham jr anytime touchdown scorer put money in your pocket if you listen to the show um ryan how'd you feel about odell scoring that touchdown you knew it was coming right i knew it and i was rolling my eyes at al michaels and chris collinsworth commentary when they said he was kicked to the streets i'm like no he wanted out they didn't kick that was yes I was yes. getting really mad during that. But. Always, always going back to the Browns. Always back yeah. to the Browns. Uh, but and and like just to take a little sidebar on Odell Beckham real quick, but like you know, because obviously he goes down. And I think the second quarter, like halfway through the second yeah. quarter, goes I've out with. I've seen a, him drop that pass so many times. Mm -hmm. uh, like that looked like the Browns o o OBJ. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, he gets the non-contact injury. Um, is that against the, the Bengals too? Yeah, it it, it was. Could have happened to anybody. Like, but if he does not get injured, the Rams may win that game by 10 to 13 points because they had no answer for both Cup and, no. and Beckham. And I think uh, they were just focusing so much on Cooper Cup that Beckham was just able to get like open the way he was. Yes. Um, so but you know, you can't you can't play the results, you can't look back at it no. that way. Uh, the Bengals get the ball back, second drive. They come down, score, and it, it's like, okay. They kick the field goal, yeah. They kick the field goal, 7-3, and it's like, this could be a game. Like, this, mm -hmm. once the Bengals start to get rolling, this could look a lot better. Um, as as what happens in the Super Bowl, things get like, you know, the game goes by so fast. Like, it, it, it really does. does. It, it did, it's, yeah. It's crazy how fast that game goes, especially when you're in a, like, crowd of people watching it, and mm -hmm. it's like – oh my God, all these things are happening and and you're not really like, I almost want to go back and rewatch the whole thing to like 
refresh my brain about what I missed because there's obviously certain big points. One of the other things you brought him up already, the the defensive line for the Rams in the first half, the Bengals did an extremely good job of a getting the ball out fast. And they did. And, and B like kind of neutralizing like pocket collapses. Burrow did a good job of stepping up. Yeah, he did avoiding, avoiding what was going on. Um, but it was like an hourglass, man. It was like only a matter of time before, mm-hmm. before it kind of they fell made on. whatever they did at halftime. They clearly made some adjustments because mm-hmm. in that second half, Burrow had no chance. Yes, or um, no time, no chance. Yes, w- whatever it was. Uh huh. Um, and I'm sure at some point we're, we are we are going to get into so so the Rams scored again to make it uh 13 to three. 13 because, three. Uh, yes. Older dropped the snap, so mm-hmm. they. Didn't obviously make it. So that changed the game a little bit, like at the end of the game, because, you know, if it was 20, to, it was 20 to 16, just to cut a little bit ahead, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the game, and it changed. They had to get a touchdown as if it was 20 to 17, you know? Yes. Yeah. And how that um, changes up what they were trying to do there, I don't know. But yes. um, uh, I, I think it, I, they probably preferred that because then they had, you knew they had to go for the win, said that they could play for the tie, which I think is what they would rather have done. Yes. So it, uh, it worked out, but anyway. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, the Bengals, they scored a touchdown before, before half, didn't they? Was it 13-10 at half? Yes. The Joe Mixon uh, yes. touchdown pass to T. Higgins. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, – You got the safety, the bite, and Higgins was wide open. Yeah. And I thought for sure, that, to go back to that missed, uh, the missed extra point opportunity, obviously it wasn't blocked. It was, it was a fumble. Um, yeah. I also thought that that I, like immediately when it happened, I went, you can't do that. Like that, that's yeah. going to bite you in the ass at some point if you're the Rams, uh, because on that stage, you can't do that. You no. can't, you can't make the, that the mistake. Super Bowl. You almost have to, you have to be, you have to play a mistake free game basically. Yes. Or as close to as possible. Yes. Which, um, and, and the Rams all night could not run the ball. They couldn't run no. the ball. The Bengals, the Bengals run defense was really good. Yes. And the Bengals did like, Sean McVay wants to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no secret, but he wants to. So, there are times where after Odell went out, their offense was really like you, Cooper Cup was the only guy who you were who really put fear mm-hmm. into you, and that was really all they. I think the Bengals did a good job of really focusing on Cup until the last drive of the game. Yes, um, and when you go down, they didn't have uh, old buddy tight end. Yeah, um, no, they didn't have Higby. I think Higby, Higby would have helped. Yeah, didn't have Higby. Obviously, you didn't have Odell, and I almost thought, like in real time. Now, obviously, this armchair coach Sean McVay is infinitely times smarter than me, but I, I, I so, so, so agree with the formula of run the ball to set up the pass, run the ball to set yes. up the pass. Um, it keeps defenses on their toes. Like it, it just being a defensive coach. What really kept hurting them, in my opinion, was. You saw this so many times, like on the first down, they complete a seven-yard pass. It'd be like second and three, or mm-hmm. or you know, maybe like second and five. Then they try running the ball, and then they would get stuffed or they'd lose yards. So then you have third and five or third and seven. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which and and to go off of that too, like I do think that that's the right call. Second mm-hmm. and short, run the ball, yeah. kind of thing. But I, when no, the Bengals, when that. the Bengals rushing defense is playing that well and they're selling out. You almost have to flip your brain of now you have to play action pass to set up the run. Like yes. burn yes. them with the play action pass until 
they're like, okay, we have to drop a guy out of the box or we got to take a guy off the line of scrimmage. And then you start gashing him with the run later because Mm -hmm. the Bengals knew that formula of set the run up for the play action pass. That's what McVay likes to do. Uh And And also McVay stuck to his guns for the most part. Yes. He he didn't panic and just go get all pass happy. But yeah, if you want to jump to like the second half of the game, the game literally changed in two plays. Yes. 75 yard pass to T Higgins. I thought he interfered whether he grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face mask or offensive pass interference. I thought that should have been a flag. The yes. official said otherwise. Me too. But Me too. It doesn't really matter. And mm-hmm. then the next play where they get an interception literally off a tip pass, and they really could have – I don't want to say put a nail in the coffin or anything like that, but they really could have changed the momentum and they could have put themselves up mm-hmm. like two scores. But the Rams defense did their job. They held them to like 11 yards on eight places. They did convert a fourth and one. Yeah. And, and after and, that, it was just really a back – like neither offense could do anything because mm-hmm. you're watching this game and I like even though the Rams really weren't doing much I'm like I just can't see the Bengals because they were getting after Burrow there mm-hmm. like I don't know what they did they just ambushed him and Burrow he had no chance yes and and like you said that second half they just came after him and mm-hmm. and and the Bengals had a tough time running the ball too like there were times yeah. where Donald not surprisingly um Donald is in the middle of the field and he just wrecks the middle of the offensive line right. and it's like what do you do against that like you you have there's no I mean, real like wasn't bad running the ball no. honestly i no. just we'll probably get to this but what the heck are they doing with samaji p right on the field that i kind of jump get, ahead that far or... he's been there well, 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 well hold on so let's go let's let's kind of stay linear but yes yeah we'll, we'll pick that back up in a bit because i do have my thoughts on that as well mm-hmm. so it is kind of a and, and Stafford throwing that pick, like you can say it's a tip pass. You knew Stafford was going to Stafford at some point. Like he yeah. is going to throw his first interception. I didn't think that was bad because I call that equivalent to a punt where it was a touchback, basically. He threw it mm-hmm. into the end zone. You know, they're they're almost in, it was like a third down and they were kind of in no man's land, yeah, sort of thing. So it was like an interception was equivalent to a punt, sort and of. And then thing. old buddy from the Bengals, who wasn't even playing, runs on the field and gets yeah. a personal foul, and which just, is it, it's the dumbest time, thing ever. Like, all time doofus yeah. move. Yeah, um, like, well, I, not I, even, you know, and flip flops too. Like, yes, it's like, what, what are you yes. doing? Uh, and so, um, I would, if I was him, I'd walk home. I'm walking from LA back to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, like, like there's, he won't be back next year. I think no. we can, uh, agree um, on that. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, the first pick, I don't know, because I didn't like the man, I never like when the quarterback is rolling to their left, the right handed quarterback's rolling to the left and does the point and then has to flip hips yeah. to then throw the ball, um, just throw it away. Just throw it away. Like, I understand it was third down, but, like, then you go ahead and punt. And, and I think the optics of a punt are different than an optics of a, an interception, which I know yes. what you're saying. Yes. It is – it, it would have been like a punt a, – a, an, an arm punt on third down. Um, yeah. But even if he throws it short, they get some yards – at least maybe think kick a about field goal, right? yes, kick a field goal. Cause yes. you're in playing indoors and on turf. It doesn't get any easier than that mm-hmm. when it comes to kicking. Yes. Uh, so uh, the second, the second tipped interception in the second half that I, I don't think that was a good throw. I think that was a bad throw. Like you could see it immediately. I was like, Oh man, no, that's a pick. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like you said, the, the, the defense for, the Rams in the second half just made the adjustments they needed to. 
and they started yeah, just yeah. locking down. Um, and so let's let's jump ahead because really nothing gets exciting until the last Rams sequence to the last yeah. Bengals sequence. So, I think the play of the game that no one's really talking about is the Cooper Cup jet sweep. Yes. Like on fourth down. Yes. That's a play Sean McVay loves to run. He would run it with Robert Woods. I feel like he would do that all the time. Either mm-hmm. Woods or he would run it with Cooper Cup a lot. Um, but that was the only time they ran it. And because, you know, they really had, didn't have any success running the ball up to that point. Because mm-hmm. on that situation, it's kind of, you, you don't want to overthink it. But Cooper Cup, when he, when he, when he got the ball, okay, he's got this first down. Yes. Yeah. How when did he get Because that's a play because Cooper Cup's not going to run like a linebacker over. So he's got, you know, they mm-hmm. had the, their blocking was perfect sort of thing where he got the first down in about five, yeah. six more yards. And after that, because sometimes you see with some football when a team converts like on the fourth down, like like deep in their own territory. And after that, they just – the defense can't stop them. I'm like, all right, the Rams are going to score here. Maybe not win the game. I'm like, they're going to get some points here. Yes. Uh, so and then it, it, it was just it, Stafford, the Cooper Cup after that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you really liked that that play call in the jet sweep. I did, yes. I did, it too. Was something that – it, it was something that Sean McVay loves to do, but he he hadn't called it all night. I, mm-hmm. I think he picked the perfect time to call it. And I think the, the best part of that play was, so Cooper Cup starts on the left. He's obviously yes. off the line of scrimmage. He goes in motion and then gives a little stutter like he's going to stop and be a blocker right. for a run to the left. And then stutters, boom, then goes back full speed, snap the ball, give it to him. It doesn't allow that defensive end, who no. is uh, Hubbard, to Hubbard get. Hubbard was great, like, the whole game. Yes. Like, as a run stopper. It doesn't allow Hubbard to get out wide enough that that becomes a, like that half second hesitation on the motion allows cup to gain the momentum while the end and linebacker are frozen for a second. Cause they still think that I may have to block down, close down. I may have to be backside like counter support. Um, now I'm getting all technical right here, but I love, I no, love, I, I like it. Cause I, you know, these are things that like I would yeah. never be able to, and, and that I, was, I like that. That was the little thing of the stop stutter, then he goes full motion. Those guys can't cheat out wide. That allows the linebacker to fill in. The, the outside linebacker can take the outside. Hubbard sets the edge, and then you have your middle linebacker, which can fill that seam, and it basically closes the windows. By, mm-hmm. by cup, stop, stutter, go. Now Hubbard has to wait a bit. Outside linebacker comes out a little bit too far. And then if you watch, mm-hmm. Cup just splits the two of them. Like, and and yeah. they did. They had the blocking out there. It was really Hubbard that couldn't get out. Yeah. So he's able to split, follow, follow the block. I think Von and, Bell had an angle. And then whoever on the Rams was able to get a crack yes. back block. That was just perfect enough that Cooper Cup could have a lane to run. Yes, exactly. So I loved that play too. I thought the design of it. I thought the the little nuances of it were awesome. Um, and then you were right. After that, it was just Cup and Stafford. Like, yeah, that was, no look pass was, you know, I feel like if Mahomes would have done that, it would have been, oh my God, that's yes. the greatest thing we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But it was still really good with Matthew yes. Stafford. Again, a very little thing of keeping the eyes right. You keep, I think, once again, Von Bell has to stay yeah, over. It was Von Bell. Yeah. Yes. He's got to stay over. And they think they're going to check it down. And Cup just runs a nice little skinny poster. It may have been a dig. Boom, hits him. And the pass was perfect uh, right over the hands of Bell. And, and they converted that. And it was same thing. That It was at that moment that I was like, okay, they passed center field. Now that got them into like game. the red zone, I'm pretty sure. Yes. 
uh, you might be right. You might be right. I don't. It was. It was. It was an awesome. Those awesome were a pretty big gain, like twenty plus mm-hmm. yards. But now let's get that to third down too. Uh, second down. Okay, I think it was second down. I think it was yeah. a second and seven. Um, and, and it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Let's get to probably some of the most controversy of the game. Yeah. And for Another, the Bengals, who are the least penalized team in the league, too. Yeah. Because their only penalty before that was just said unsportsmanlike conduct on Isaiah Prince. Yes. Um, so, that I think, again, that was supposed to be a pass to the, the, the third and goal. Yeah, Cooper Cup across the middle. Linebacker, I think it's ticky-tacky. You got to let guys play with their hands. But yeah. when, he's, when he's grabbing at his hip, that's where it gets tough for me. Of I like, thought he held him, like, just for yeah. my peer. I'm like, he grabbed him. I'm like, it, in, it in may real, not have been, like, out, yeah. an egregious, like, grab, but he, he grabbed him, like. In real time. Like, I, I, I get you want to let them play in that point, but. And, and you know. to go along with that, they had let them play the entire game. Like, yeah, they had. Very little penalties. And in real time, I saw it, and I went, that's a terrible call. That is a terrible call that now gives the Rams – First and goal at the first two. First and goal from like the four. Because yes. honestly, when they had an incomplete pass on first down, because I'm like, uh-oh, that takes away the ability to run the ball on second down because you're at the eight-yard line because they haven't mm-hmm. been able to run the ball. So it, it really put them in a really tough situation when they're at the eight sort of thing. You know? Yes. But um, now they're moved up to the four. Same thing. A No, the next was the offsetting penalties where mm-hmm. they had a hold and then Von Bell. Yes. Um, yeah, head to head. Cooper Cup in the yeah. head, which yes. was the right call. But I guess I think on that holding play, we if we want to get back to that, like the Rams' entire offensive line had like a false start, but didn't call it either. Yeah, like two ta- Whitworth and whoever the right tackle is both jumped. I think it looked like the center didn't snap it on time. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say this too, but I, I I didn't say it out loud, but I saw that as well. Like I, it looks like they moved a little too soon, and yeah. I was like, ooh, that's weird that they're not going to call that. And then you got the holding penalty. And I was like, oh, what? That's that's yeah. so I get that as well. Um, if if I'm that's the, not why the Bengals lost the game. No, and let's and we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to this in a second. Uh, mm-hmm. w- with the other thing that Bengals fans are, are mad about, which I think you have a, a better right to be mad about the third and goal pass interference call than you do the offsides, all, all, non-called offsides on Donald with the last play because. And and so let's was that the last play that he was offside? Yes, I yes, thought it was, it was earlier in the game. No, it was Shows the fourth. It was the fourth and one. That's why Bengals fans are mad because it was the fourth and one where he made mm-hmm. the play. Now let's 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 finish this this drive out real quick. Our brains are all over the place because this right. game was so awesome and fun. Cup then runs a fade on Eli Apple, which I was I was corrected. Eli Apple is not their best corner, no. um, and he showed it in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll so, get to Eli here in just a second. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm sorry, Henry. I did not mean to say that Eli Apple was your best corner, and now I know Eli Apple is not the Bengals' best corner. Um, and uh, so he gets scored on by Cup. Now, to be fair, I think just about any corner gets scored on by Cooper Cup at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bengals get the ball back, and I don't know about – so what? what is going through your mind? Bengals get the ball back down three with – Two timeouts, and I think they had two timeouts still. At yeah, that they did point. have two, yeah, because they, they used two. one on their uh, when the Rams were inside, like the red zone. Yes, or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, they hadn't really moved the ball, but 
the Bengals strength, they're a big play offense. So, mm-hmm. and all they needed was a field goal. And you knew at a certain, they were just probably going to play for a field goal sort of. Yes. I mean, they were probably trying to get, get to overtime just because that was a more likely likelihood than scoring a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And on the first play, you know, uh, Jalen Ramsey kind of overplayed it. He ran up too far and Jamar Chase was able to gain like, 50, you know, they got close to midfield, like the, mm-hmm. He got past the 40. It was like a 15-yard game. It was 15, 20 yards, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a big game. And that put them in, like, because all you need is another first down or two, and then you are in field goal range. I'm like, uh-oh. Yes. And then they complete a nine-yard pass to Tyler Boyd. And then I thought this play was stupid. They tried taking a shot on second down, and it wasn't there, and Burrow just threw it away. Yes. Like, not even close. It, and then they tried running the ball with Samaji P. Ryan on third and one. Okay. Which, yeah, let's let's – pause pause for a yeah. second Ryan and I like how you're bringing all this up because it is getting it's refreshing my memory here there you go yeah. and I love this I I have to disagree with you I enjoyed not enjoyed I liked I liked the second down call because it, it second and short playbooks open and you have to at that point I get what you're saying but that wasn't even close like well no Bert, it, like Yes. I, I don't even think the play was busted, I think, because Burrow just threw it away. Like, yes. it wasn't even close. Yes. Maybe um, if it was a deep shot and, you know, he missed Chase by, like, you know, he missed, like, his fingertips, something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. But it, it just – the fact that it wasn't even close. It was like, what are you doing sort of Try, try – you almost have to – if you're if you're Burrow at that point, again, 25-year-old guy, first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you have to think, I got to get – I have to have somebody in my brain that – if the play isn't there, throw it to him either where he's going to catch it or no one else is going to catch it. Yeah, if, like, if it's not there, just throw it away. Yes. Um, and so I liked the second and one. You got to take the shot. But, yes, mm-hmm. the busted play, it made, it made it look worse than it was. Yeah. This is what I don't get. Now, Sabmaji, I've watched enough Bengals games this year to know that P. Ryan is their third down back. Yeah, no, but, he is. They usually use him as a good a pass catcher. Yes. And he's let the, you know, he's done some he's had his he hasn't had some good moments this year. Mm-hmm. Like when they played the Browns uh back in, in Cincinnati earlier in the year, you know, he had a drop pass on a third down and two. He was wide open and and when they were down seven points and then they didn't get it on fourth down. And then mm-hmm. after that, the Browns the Browns scored on a 60-yard touchdown the next play, and that was like the, that changed the game basically. Yes. And then you know, against the Titans. He he ball goes off his hands and they get the Titans get that controversial interception sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um and so it's not like he's had his best mo- he's had some kind of bonehead type moments, I guess. Yeah. Um, but here here's here's my here's my issue, okay? Mm-hmm. Um is that I understand if you have a third down back, he he's in. Like that's that's right. what you do. Third and one. In the Super Bowl, if you know you're running the ball, keep Joe Mixon in the game. He's your best player. Like and keep- Mixon, Mixon, he's you know he's a powerful runner. Like mm-hmm. Mixon can almost do it all. He's a great receiver out of the backfield. Um, he's, I mean, he's strong. You said he's a strong runner, and like not that and he's P. your Ryan- best guy too. Like, yes, I think you could count on him getting that first down. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the thing is, what no one talks about, Aaron Donald literally pulls Pirine back. Like, Pirine yes. was stretching and almost got like – Aaron. that was probably the play of the game right there. Mm-hmm. And I know – I know I know Cooper Cup was exceptional down the stretch. I, I would have been equally just 
as accepting if Donald got the, the MVP for the Super Bowl because you're right. Those last two plays were incredible. He just sticks his arm out and just stops him. Like what that guy can do, and I, I'm going to say this now because not to again, we always make this about the Browns and the Steelers, which it's hard for us. Mm-hmm. We're biased fans. Can we admit that? Right. Um, <laughs> nah, we good. Um, I was furious last year when TJ Watt did not win defensive player of the year. I was, I would, I almost lost my brain because I thought he had a, an exceptional year and it went to Aaron Donald. Okay. I had to think who won it, but yeah, Donald. TJ yeah. Watt getting it this year. I can now sit there and go, okay, I'm glad he got his flowers for this. Aaron Donald is the is it, overall best defense. It's, it's almost the LeBron James effect. Like, yeah, because, well, he's a defensive tackle who can rush like a defensive end yes. sort of thing. He's he's so strong, but he also is, like, slender enough that he can he can move extremely well. But is it, him just sticking his arm out, grabbing Pirine, and like you said, grabbing with the other arm and pulling him back was incredible. And then on that on that last play, this is, this is where I'm going to get with – I'm going to get a little flack for this from Bengals fans. I, him being offsides, I, if he was a, I don't know, half inch back and not offsides, it doesn't matter. That guy on fourth and one is getting home. He just yes. is like, yes. and again, we can bring it up. P Ryan in as the running back right there. Right. Makes no sense. Put in Joe Mixon. Like, I agree. Mixon should have been in the play before. Like, why take him out of that point of the game? You mm-hmm. want on that on a final drive of Super Bowl, you want to have your best play. Like, it's not like their backup running back, if you want to call him a backup, is like Kareem Hunt sort of thing. Yes. Where you you really can't go wrong with what running back you have on mm-hmm. the field, mm-hmm. you know, in a situation like that. Like, there's a, a clear drop-off between Joe Mixon and Samaji Piran. Yes. Yeah. So <sighs> Piran. And in that pass, I, I almost thought P. Ryan was about to catch it. I want to see an it alternate. Wasn't, I saw it. They showed the angle from like behind the line of scrimmage. It wasn't as close to P. Ryan as you, like some people said, oh, he yep. put no effort in to get that. It wasn't as close. Even if he would have dove for it, it would have been a, like, a, it would have almost, how do I word, how do I word this? I'm like rambling. Um, it would have been a really hard, it would not have been an easy yes. catch for him. I don't think he would have caught it. It would have been like a fingertip catch, basically. Yes. If he would have gotten And that's it. why I said that's what I was about to say. I wanted to see another angle because I haven't yet of, of how close that really was. I saw but, that today and I was like, okay, it was because I see people complaining that he put zero effort in to get it. I'm like, it wasn't as close to him as it looked. Mm-hmm. It was probably like three or four yards away. And you know, diving for it, who knows if he actually would have caught it. It would not have been an easy catch. Yes. Um, so that that and did you see the pick right as Burrow's getting hit? Jamar Chase is broke. Pat- well, Jalen Ramsey was falling down and Chase mm-hmm. was breaking wide open. Yes. It if brings just- back an old meme from when they drafted Chase over Sewell where Chase is wide open and Burrow's getting sacked. But yes. they had Sewell, the receivers open, and mm-hmm. Burrow hits well, him. And, and to be fair, I don't think – like, it was a perfect storm of – it's Aaron Donald. Like Yes. Yeah, that, that, I, I knew, that guy's getting home no matter what on that play. Like he just right. is. Um, I just think what stings for a Bengals fan is you had three plays to gain one yard or not even just one, you know, and you, you couldn't move the ball sort of thing. Yes. You, you know, you needed about 10 to 15 more yards to get into at least field goal range sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so the Rams close it out. 
mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl. Now, kind of off the cuff, I want to talk about both teams kind of moving forward. Are you cool with that? Yeah. yeah. Can I say one thing yes, about yes. Eli Apple? Yes. I have never seen a player get roasted by his like by other NFL players mm-hmm. the way Eli Apple was after yeah. the game. Like McCole Hartman, Tyree Kill, Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. Uh, let's see who what Rashad Bateman, Hollywood Brown, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Queen. I think Pittsburgh off Cam Sutton. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, because he was too. Just mm-hmm. a, all these guys are just roasting Eli Apple. I have never mm-hmm. seen a player get. I mean, he was running his mouth on Twitter throughout the playoffs. Yes, but I think a lot of people were just fine. Like we're just like you know you. <laughs> who was it? It's like what Ben Simmons said to. Yusuf Nurkic during the playoffs. You talk a lot of shit for being ass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of thing. So, and I think that, I think that league wide, he may be just a very unliked guy in many well, circles. Well, he had fallouts and look, he was a top 10 pick. The Giants traded him like in his third season. He was in New Orleans, was okay. I guess fell out there. And he was, mm-hmm. he was with Carolina last year for not very long. And then mm-hmm. He had a pretty he had a pretty good season for the most part with the Bengals. He wasn't great, but he had his moments. Yeah. Um I think he rubs remember Landon Collins called him a cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Not to keep interrupting you. But. No, you're good. No, you're good. I it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh but yeah, it it it's interesting to see. So um real quick. So let's start with the Bengals. Let's start yeah. there. I know everything I'm hearing, everything we're looking at, everything anybody says is the Bengals missed the opportunity. Like, and they did. I mean, they were there. Mm-hmm. This is this is. The, I got a lot of things I want to say about this. Yes, but I'll let this, you finish. Guys. The number one thing that I, I I would say to Bengals fans, and I said it the day after, which it doesn't help, and nothing that we say are gonna is gonna help because you just lost the Super Bowl. Like, it's not gonna yeah. help. Is this? Any quarterback that's in the league right now that I would trust to learn from a loss like this and come back better would be Joe Burrow. Like, I I think that now that he's been in that moment, the moment now is not too big. Like, it could have been too big at that time. The fact that they made it there with, like, that offensive line. Like, Mm -hmm. he was sacked 70 times counting the playoffs. Like, Mm -hmm. he was sacked 19 times in the four playoff games. Brady was sacked 22 times throughout the regular – in 17 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if that counts their playoff game, but, like, that's really bad. Like, and that I, shows you, like, how much uh, uh, having a good offensive line helps you because you don't want Burrow to end up like Andrew Luck. Yes. Where I, I had, honestly thought he blew out his knee on that – on one of those last plays. Yeah. Like, seriously. That was, that was the other knee. That wasn't his uh, – yeah. the AC – like, the bad knee, but he, with the brace on it. Mm-hmm. And, fortunately, he doesn't need surgery. He's going to have to rehab. But – if you're the Bengals front office, that should tell you two years in your quarterbacks injured his knee. Like he's been, he's been hit a lot mm-hmm. for his ACL. And he injures it in the Super Bowl enough to where he has, I mean, they weren't going to take him out of that game. And, no, you know, he, no, but it's enough to where you had like this offseason sign. You got a lot of cap space. You got a lot of guys on rookie deals, sign linemen, draft linemen, just protect yes. him. You yes. cannot that. I mean, okay. And this is a good way because, Nick Wright said this on Twitter, and I, I kind of agree with him. This was a very flawed Bengals team. Like, mm-hmm. as good as they were, they weren't as good as what a lot of people think they were. Mm-hmm. Like, they lost, if you count the playoffs, they lost eight games this year. 
five of their games came down to last second field goals. So that's winning, you know, that's those, a lot of those games were just, they changed, you know, just by one or two plays going their way. Mm -hmm. Um, And really their offense, they relied a lot on the, a lot of big plays. Like they were a big play offense. Like if you were able to stop their big play, their offense really. Yeah. Same with their defense, their defense really. I I don't want to just get into roasting them. No, you're good. Their defense was really good at creating turnovers. But besides that, they really weren't all that like dominant. Like Mm -hmm. they were good, but not great. Yes. And they really, they only won the division because Baltimore was just depleted by, like the AFC North was kind of meh this year. Mm -hmm. Like Baltimore was depleted by injuries. The Browns had a fair amount of injuries, you know, and some COVID issues. The Steelers, Ben was done. Like, yes. I, I think you can agree as Steelers fan that Ben was kind of holding that team back. Mm-hmm. The fact that they made the playoffs is a, a miracle. So they almost took advantage of having a net division. Like, they, it wasn't a terrible division because the Browns and Ravens, the two worst teams in the division, were both eight and nine. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. So they really took advantage of that. And I think, yes, I, I, I want to say the same because what made me think about wanting to do this is I, I was listening to Trent Dilfer on Rosillo's show earlier this week, breaking it down as well, where I think he did a good job as well. He said, and, and I agree with him. Like I said, I agree. And I disagree at some points because I do think the Bengals, the core of what they have is fantastic. Like if they can get, like, like you said, a good offensive line or at least a, an above average offensive line. Right. Just to where Burrow's not getting hit like 70 mm-hmm. times a game. You have all the playmakers and a legit yeah. franchise quarterback. Like, it, it's that simple. Um, mm-hmm. And all of those playmakers are still on rookie deals. Mixon, yeah. Chase. I think they Mixon got an extension, but. Yeah, Higgins. But Burrow, Chase, and Higgins, yes. Yes. Um, I think Boyd has an extension, doesn't he? Or is he on yeah, his yeah, he does. He does. Okay. Boyd's um, been there for a little bit. Yes. So you have those guys, those core guys that are still going to be there, okay? If you can get a shutdown corner, like yeah. a, a, a true blue shutdown corner guy. Like and Eli can, Apple won't be back next yeah. year. Nor will Trey Waynes or mm-hmm. anything th- like that. The defensive pass rush is good enough for them. Like Hendricks yeah. and – Hendrickson was a great signing. Yes, Hendrickson is a great Hubbard signing. is a very good – I think he's he's a he's not good enough to be a number like your top defensive end, but he's a very good number two. He's a good compliment, yeah. Yeah, good, good compliment. compliment. Which, I think every team in the league would take Sam Hubbard. Yes, which I he, he's I a very also I thought again comparing to the Steelers, it's a guy like Bud Dupree. I thought Bud Dupree was just an extremely good compliment to how mm-hmm. good T.J. Watt is, and I think yeah. this year kind of showed that. Like when Bud Dupree has to be the dude. Yeah. It's not the same as when he's got TJ Watt on the other side. So you could argue the same with Jadavion Clowney too. Yes, yes. Where he yes. had a very good season playing opposite Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. He had like eight, eight and a half sacks. Yes, and it happens with wide receivers a lot too, where you mm-hmm. see like one oh, guy yeah. have an insane year, uh, and it's because Juju. yes, when he had Antonio Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, he has not been the same mm-hmm. since Antonio Brown left. But so I think that the Bengals are. I think that. Zach Taylor is a good coach. I think that he learns very well. He is one of these really good offensive-minded guys. Um, here's the bad thing, and this this does come straight from Trent Dilfer that I didn't think about because again, we're we're just complete suckers of the moment. And it's easy for like you and me to trash the Bengals because you know we root for teams in the same division. Yes, but but anyway. you are right. The Ravens next year are going to be a totally different team. They're getting 
all of their injured dudes back. The Browns, I think, do not play as bad as they did this year, next year. Like they, I, I think it was just a storm of, and, Look, and you can, you can say I've what said you this want. a million times on here. Like Baker was playing with one arm. Yes. It was definitely, he probably should not have been out there if, mm-hmm. if we're being honest. Like that definitely affected his play. I think there was locker room issues with Odell. I think that there was like the, the overexcitement of the Browns being good and then underperforming. And then that continues to spiral things downward. Like there was a slew of different things that, that I think the Browns had issues with this year. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Stefanski, his, he, he has to adjust his tendencies. I think the league kind of figured mm-hmm. out because even week 18, when they're playing the Bengals backups and the Browns are playing majority of their starters, the Bengals backups are still able to like stop the Browns offense like early mm-hmm. on in the game. It's so that kind of, he needs to switch up his, maybe his tendencies on certain things. But anyways. And, and I do think that you're right. The Steelers, no matter who they put out there and it, it I mean this in the most loving way. As long as it's not Mason Rudolph. No, I mean this in the most loving way possible. The the Steelers get better without Ben. Like they just without yeah. last year's Ben, they get better. They just do. Look, um, Roethlisberger, like he's I can't stand the guy, but he's a Hall of Fame. Like he was a Hall yes. of Famer. Yes. Like he was, was really good for about what 15 years of his career. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. Like, everybody falls off. Peyton Manning wasn't the same at the end of his. He almost mm-hmm. looked like he reminded me of like Peyton Manning by the end of his yeah. career. Too. There's only one guy who's never done it. It's Tom Brady. It's one yeah. guy. One guy who's never Reeves fallen. Really off. fell off too. Yes. Reese fell off. Favre. Uh, like all these greats have Phillip had. Rivers just, too. Philip Rivers have had terrible, terrible ends of their seasons. There's only one guy who's ever done it, and it's Brady. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, outside of the division, you still have the Chiefs coming back. Yeah. Still, still the Bills. Uh, they, they play a first place schedule because they won a division. Yes. And the AFC North plays the AFC East. So they're, they're playing Buffalo, New England, Jets, Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They, but they play the Chiefs. Yes, they beat them both times, but that's not going to be an easy game. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Chiefs are going to be really ready for them after losing to them twice. Yes. They have to play Tennessee again. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, okay. Yeah, those are all the first place teams. Yes. And then they have to play Dallas too because with the 17th game, you know, because I think Pittsburgh plays the Eagles next year because mm-hmm. the Browns play the Commanders, the Commies. Yes, the Commies. Um, the Browns versus then, the Commies. Yeah. <laughs> and then because uh, and then we also play the NFC South. So that's Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. Actually, that's probably going to be on paper going to be the worst division in the league next year. Depending on who Tampa Bay gets at quarterback. Yeah. Um, out West, you still have, depending on what Rodgers does, yeah, we don't know uh, what he's doing. The Broncos could I can't be see legit. Him leaving Green Bay, but uh, well, I, we'll see what happens. If he does, it's gonna be it's gonna be to the Broncos, or it's gonna I be agree. maybe San Francisco. Um, yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So, but for what we know right now, you still have the Chargers, who are gonna be a good yeah. team. The Chargers, um, honestly, you know, they could have made the playoffs. Yes. So I think the Raiders will be pretty decent next year too. I think they'll be okay. It depends on. I don't know. They're, they're the just AFC West like is a pretty interesting division because yeah. if Denver can finally find the right quarterback, I think they could they could almost be like a Tampa Bay where they have a lot of really good like young talent on both sides of the ball. All they just need is just somebody mm-hmm. just insert that quarterback right there and boom. Yeah. Similar to what they have a Peyton when they got Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and so like I, I, I might be a hater. I think of the Raiders as like, eh, eh. They're, yeah, they're I mean, going to be above average. Derek, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. The Raiders, 
because remember how we were both saying how the Raiders were done and then they yeah. played the Browns, a COVID like <laughs> a restricted Browns team. Mm-hmm. And then the Raiders win that game. And then they win, they win the rest of the season because they had a really favorable schedule. Yeah. Like that, that game still makes me mad because if the Browns would have won, they would have been in first place with three games to go. Now, would they have made the playoffs? I don't know. Do they beat Green Bay because of that? I don't know. Yeah. Or do they beat Pittsburgh in that game? I mean, they, they just look done against Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, Baker they got, honestly could have won that Raiders game anyways. Baker was on his back more than he was on his feet against the Steelers yeah. in that last game. Um, and I think they did as a, an awful – like they had a rookie trying to block T.J. Watt one-on-one, and it did not work. Yes. James Hudson played like a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is going to be the hard thing for the Bengals is like the chips fell in line for you this year. Now – And even, on, in the, even in all their playoff games, like, you know – they controlled the Raiders team, but the Raiders, they had to stop the Raiders. Like, Derek Carr was spiking the ball on first and goal with, like, 30 seconds left. So, yeah. the Raiders were on the doorstep of tying the game. Mm-hmm. Same with the Titans. There were points in that game. The Titans blew that, you know. The Titans also could have won that game. Mm-hmm. The Bengals just forced three three interceptions, just some bad, I think, play calling by the Titans. Yeah. The same with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things went the Bengals' way. And, yes. and that's what happens in football. Like, mm-hmm. It's not easy to get back. Like, it's easy to say, oh, the Bengals, you know, Burrow's in his second year. No, they'll be back. Well, fun fact, Dan Marino made the Super Bowl his second year. Never mm-hmm. made it back the rest of his career. Yeah. And he played for two Hall of Fame coaches. He played In his 17 years, he played his first 13 years for Don Shula and his last four for Jimmy Johnson. So mm-hmm. it's hard to get back to a Super Bowl. Like, the fact, like, as embarrassing as it was for Buffalo to lose four in a row in the 90s, the fact that they made it to four in a row is still very impressive. Yes, yeah. So I'm – I I know how difficult it is. I'm, I think I'm like, on I'm the opposite. I'm not op- trying to be a hater. I'm just no. saying it's there's no guarantee. Yes, there's no – but I think I am on the opposite side of you. I do think that they're going to get to another one. I don't know if they're going to win one with Burrow, but I do think they're going to get to another one with Burrow at some point. I'm not, but, I'm not saying that they will. I'm no, just pointing yeah. out that it's – you know, it's not easy. Yes, not at all. And I think on the other side with the Rams – this felt like it. It felt like they had to do this one or it's not happening because mm-hmm. now it seems like, well, Von Miller's already said he's going to, he's going to test for agency. He's going to opt out. Um, and Odell probably tore his ACL. So yes, which I it really sucks for him because he's going to be a free agent. Like, I mean, I know with modern medicine, he could probably, he'll be back probably a little faster than what probably what mm-hmm. people think, but you, you know, he's, I think that's the same knee that he injured uh, yeah. too. So two, and he's had a, a bunch of lower bodies. So how much effect is that going to have on him? Cause he's going to be turning 30 this year. Yes. So it's like, are you bringing him back sort of thing? Uh, if Aaron Donald is, you know, yes. weighing his, and I don't buy this at all, but apparently Sean McVay's weighing out his options. Yeah. I don't buy that either. I think that's just to get a better extension. I, I don't think that. I, I was I, watching a, uh, uh, around the horn today and mm-hmm. bill platch i the guy, he runs for the la times that yeah yep. okay yeah you know what i'm talking about that's what he basically said they're just him and donald are they want their contract extends extensions or now aaron donald has a lot of money left to walk away from yeah i don't know about donald either i i could see donald just be and me and me and al were talking about shout out al me and al were talking about talking about this the other day aaron donald could if he's been smart with his money retire mm-hmm. right now He's live accomplished at, everything. Like live in Los Angeles and just run the Aaron Donald pass rushing camps four times a year and make money 
off of that and like be a like he doesn't have to move or anything. He's already in LA. Kind of like, like a TV analyst, like yes. work for Fox or something, you know, or CBS. Um, now, if he plays for the next couple of years, is he still going to be awesome? Yeah, he's still going to be awesome. He's freaking awesome. He's but you dominant. see some of his workouts that he does, mm-hmm. like it, they're crazy. Yes. Uh, so, but it does feel like, and this is why, like you said, Donald were unsure. Uh, we're unsure about Miller. Um, yeah. Stafford only probably has about three to five more seasons left. Maybe three yeah, we'll good seasons. He's like third, 33, 34. Yeah. Something like he's that. He's got a couple of years left in him. Yes. I, and I think maybe three good seasons, five seasons total. This is the thing that I think when you – Whitworth, their, their starting left tackle. Yeah, he's, he's 40 years old. He's going to I retire. Think the fact that he's playing at that age at a high level is more impressive than someone like Tom Brady. At mm-hmm. that level, because think of how much like the more physical you got to be to be an offensive lineman. Yes, yes. Like um, I mean the fact that if you're a Bengals fan, if you let him, like Matt said, he's the one that got away. Yes. So I think that I know, I know he's going to retire. He's not going to come back for another year. Eric Weddle's Eric, Eric Weddle is the luckiest guy on the face of the yes. Earth. That guy got his got his ring and then he's dipping. Um, <laughs> like he was literally coaching his son's football team like this mm-hmm. past fall. And then he just comes out of retirement and just all because he knows the defense sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he, he could just thank Jordan Fuller, who was a really good shout out Ohio State, a really good safety himself. He gets injured his ankle last week of the season, and then they need somebody mm-hmm. to plug in. And the fact that Eric Weddle was able to stay in that good of shape too after not yeah. playing for two years, mm-hmm. like that, that's uh, awesome. So, and I think this is the biggest thing. The Rams have completely mortgaged their future to win this mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Now, was it the right decision? You're damn yeah. right it was because you won a Super off. Bowl. Yes. Now, the next three or four years when they have like zero draft picks, mm-hmm. that's when it's going to be like, oh, this is tough. Right. It's going to get yeah. lean for a second. They're going to have to be really good in free agency. Um, right. And it's, it's LA, so not, guys aren't going to have any issue. Well, unless, unless they don't want to pay the state income tax, like Tavon those yes. worried about. Yes. Uh, so, but, you know, it's, it's living in L.A. It's mm-hmm. an easy place to attract people. Yes. Uh, they got to watch their cap space, obviously, because I think Stafford mm-hmm. is on a big deal. Um, yeah. You do have, you know, Donald, who if you have to repay. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they have to see what their cap space issues are to be able to bring in more guys to help sustain – now, if Did there's a guy, Cooper Cup, uh, I don't know. I don't okay. know the answer. If he's not, been around for a little bit, so I feel like they have. If not, they will. If yeah. not, they will. Um, so all of that plays into, uh, like, was it the right choice? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now you're a Rams fan, and you got to think three to four years ahead, and it's like this may get lean for a bit, especially as time goes on, because Stafford's not going to play as well. You're not going to have as many picks to to re, revamp and reshape. Um, so I think with them, it's it's two. We talked about it, it's two polar opposite sides of the Bengals have the brighter future. Correct. The Rams just had right now. They had Correct. right now. And I and think they, they both in. proved that there is no right or wrong way to build a team mm-hmm. as long as you can just get it done. Sort of, you know. Yes. Um. So it'll be interesting to see the way that the league goes. Um. Obviously, 
this league never rests and never sleeps. Um, so there's going to be things we're going to bring up and talk about uh, as time goes on, including, do you want to segue into this right now, Ryan? Or do you Actually, I want to say one more thing yes. because we're talking about Matthew Stafford. Did you see what Richard Sherman said about him? No. And I agree 100%. Because we, we had talked about this in the past episodes of where if Stafford wins the Super Bowl, does this make him a Hall of Famer? Richard Sherman was saying he should not be a Hall of Famer because he really hasn't – he doesn't have – he's been the one Pro Bowl. He's never been an All-Pro. He wasn't on the All-Decade team. And, look, this past decade was a very – the league became very pass-happy. So, mm-hmm. you know, passing – like, he did throw for a lot of passing yards, but – you could call it stat padding sort of mm-hmm. thing. Like he's never won an, never been an MVP candidate. Like Matt Ryan's been an MVP. So I don't think Matthew Stafford, this doesn't make, just because he won the Super Bowl doesn't make him a Hall of Famer. Did, and what he's basically saying is we're lowering the expectations for quarterbacks getting into mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame. And I did, agree with them. Did you see the side by side of uh, his numbers and Ryan's numbers, Matt Ryan? I don't think I did, but are they very similar? Dude, no, it's crazy. Matt Ryan's only been in the season like one year longer, and he's got like it, – it's it's something insane, like 10,000 more yards. Now, I think I, – I don't think Matt Ryan's ever missed because of a serious injury, and I think right. Matt Stafford has. Yeah, um, Stafford I, – I know his second year he missed – because he was comeback player of the year in 2011. Yeah. So he so missed most of that second season. I know he's – he's, let me try to find see if I can find it. But it, it was shocking. Uh, it was shocking to see the side-by-side of, okay, here it is. Career comparisons. You ready? Yeah. Ryan, again, has only played one more year than Stafford, uh, but he does have over 10,000 more passing yards. Um, He has uh, about 44 more touchdowns uh, with only 10 more interceptions. His overall passer rating is three points better at 94.2, and he's made four Pro Bowls. And now yeah. you also cannot make the comparison that um, that they both played in the NFC for, yeah. for their whole careers. So like and Stafford had Calvin Johnson and, you know, Staff- or Matt Ryan had Julio and Roddy White and, you mm-hmm. know, some other, you know, he had some very good receivers to throw to as well. Yes. And so the Matthew Stafford, because he also had Marvin Jones, who was good, Kenny Galladay. You know, he always had some good offensive weapons. It was just the fact that the Lions were never – they're, they're just the Lions sort of thing. Yes, yes. Um, and so – Because the Lions were always like with Stafford either 5-11, and 6-10, and 7-9. So a lot of those are just maybe garbage time where he's just throw, – he's throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game. So, of course, you're going to have a ton of passing yards. Well, and I think you also – I think you also have to look at, too, to be fair, that the Lions, besides having Johnson, never really helped him. Like, no. that's just a bad organization that never really – was able to get him the help he needed. So like I did see many times where it was like, okay, Stafford is doing everything he can. Um, But I just, that was, I was, I was like, if he was on this team this past year, I guarantee you they would have won maybe a couple more games. Yes. Yes. Cause he is, he is good. He's good. Mm -hmm. And, and I think you're right. Um, And I think Sherman may be right. Like I've said that, that he, when all said and done, the hall of fame makes sense. Like, but he's got to have three more years of being consistently good. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I Mm -hmm. mean, I just don't think he has enough accolades to get in the Hall of Fame because Jim Plunkett, 
led the Raiders to two Super Bowls in the 80s, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's like because mm-hmm. you know I thought they said two Super Bowls is usually an automatic ticket to get in because mm-hmm. I think what do you both agree Eli's a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah. Because I think the Giants did a terrible job of building the that back half of his career did a terrible job of building a team around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, interesting, interesting stuff. I and I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. No, and I'm glad you brought it up because it's not something that I remembered, but. Uh, do we want to do we want to end with uh kind of a this league in the NFL what's going on with Kyler Murray? Yeah, let's let's do it cuz I brought it up. Okay. So, yep. It was came out last like I think last week that Kyler had deleted all but two of his Instagram photos and he had unfollowed the Cardinals on social media, which I never understood why people would always like who's looking up who you follow mm-hmm. or don't follow. But anyway, yeah. and then the reports come out like Chris Mortensen said like that the Cardinals were frustrated. Sounds like there's frustration from both parties. The Cardinals are frustrated with him as a leader, his lack of leadership. I guess maybe it's, I don't know if anything has to do with work ethic or something like that. And I think some has to do with a contract because Kyler's, but this is third year. So they're, they're definitely going to pick up his option. And I think he wants 25 million or maybe the Cardinals don't want to pay him that much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, apparently, he told Colt McCoy in their playoff loss where he, you know, they were terrible in that playoff game against the Rams mm-hmm. where he said, I'm done. He basically quit, like, you know, I'm not going back in. Yeah. And I guess Kyler's frustrated that he feels like he's just the blame's being, t- he's just being blamed for that playoff loss. And he's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, why am I getting all the blame sort of thing? Yeah. And I can see both sides. I, the Cardinals, I don't think, are a very well run organization at all i mean historically they have not been but i don't think cliff kingsbury is a good coach i think they, they only hired him because they wanted because him and kyler's past relationship because mm-hmm. how often does a guy get fired from a mid like a texas tech and then he's all of a sudden takes a head coaching job because usually you take a, a guy who's su- su- successful in college from yeah. like a successful program so that seemed like it was a very odd hiring at the time yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was, it was weird. And, and we've seen, and I think we've criticized Kingsbury enough that like mm-hmm. his early in the season is really good. And his end of the season is really bad. Yeah. Um, and I think some of that does have to go on Kyler too, but I think have yeah, they, I mean, did, he's got to play better. I mean, have they extended in the playoff game? No. Yeah. But have they extended him at all. No, they haven't. He's because he's one year younger than Baker, mm-hmm. so because LeBron's picked up Baker's uh, third year or fifth year option, so I guarantee you the Cardinals will pick up his fifth year option this yeah. year. If, yes, I mean, I don't know it, why yeah, it's, if he's still there, but I think that that makes it if some team. But but here's the thing too, because of who Kyler is and his stature and size, there's mm-hmm. very few systems he's really going to fit into. Right. Well. Maybe that's why they don't, they're like a little cautious on paying him, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he's had injuries too with shoulders and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's, he's a real little guy. Yeah. I think the closest you compare him to is Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's just in a perfect system. And I think Russell Wilson too, he also has a good 30 to 40 pounds on him. Like, he just, yeah. Yeah. He Russell just, Wilson is very, I think he's taller than Kyler too. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. And he's just stockier. Like, he's got, mm-hmm. he's got good weight on him as well. I that, mean, both, I mean, they're comparable because both of them are baseball players. Yes. I think that's yeah. why – and they're, they're obviously not very tall, but mm-hmm. I think Kyler does a good job of, 
like not not taking big hits. He you know he can sl- he slides. Um, he's got a good arm, but he really wasn't the same without DeAndre Hopkins. Like did mm-hmm. Hopkins really make that big of a difference for him? Which he he may he may, but I mean, he's yeah. really good. But yeah, um, but yeah, crazy crazy. Uh, I'm interested to see how this plays out. I don't think come out of it. I don't think it is either. He'll just he'll end up playing for the. Just get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah. He'll just play for the Cardinals next year, and if things continue to go bad, then maybe the Cardinals don't pick up the fifth year option and let him go. But like you said, even with a bad year from Baker, the Browns are still going to pick it up with him. And I think they already well they pick well Baker's was different because they picked it up after they made the playoffs and. Unlike yeah. Kyler, you know, they had won a playoff game and he played pretty well against Kansas City. So mm-hmm. uh, the timing's a little different. Yes. But yeah. Definitely Baker didn't, well, because he was injured, he didn't play well enough to earn an extension this offseason. So he's going to have to earn it, sort of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Baltimore hasn't paid Lamar yet either, which is something to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. But might happen this offseason. I think they're in talks, aren't they? But he doesn't, Lamar doesn't have an agent. So he just, no, it's, he, yeah, just his mom. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's going to be interesting because you think he'll get more than what Josh Allen got? Because, mm. you know, they're a 2018 class, and, you know, Josh – it's Allen, Jackson, and Baker or were fouled out mm. the top three from that class. I mean, yeah. Darnold and Rosen. Um, Man, I, I'm going to say yes, but just because that's the way the league works. Do I think he deserves more? No. But will it happen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think he gets I mean, more. Baltimore's a well-run organization, mm-hmm. which yeah. bothers me a lot. But um, yeah, just like the Steelers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which is why it also bothers you a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not to open up, uh, you know, closed wounds, Ryan. But you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh, it will it will be interesting to see. Uh, but man, these playoffs were awesome. They were really good. It was really really good. Um, and so Bengals uh, have nothing to be ashamed of either. They, they no. have, I mean, I don't think anybody would have projected that they would make it there. Mm-mm. The fact that that's all you could ask for is have play in the Super Bowl and have the ball with under a minute to go, a chance to win the win the game or potentially send it to overtime. That's all you could ask for. Yep. Yes, I agree. I agree. So, uh, good season. Excited to see this offseason because it is always good. We will obviously, like I said, we're going to hit draft stuff. We're going to hit free agency stuff. Anything that happens with the league, we're going to talk about. Um, and I, there potentially could be some big moves. But um, let's transition into some basketball as we move forward, man. Some some NBA, yeah. oh, some yeah. more college, some, college. you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, anyway. Thank you all for listening, Ryan. Thank you for covering NFL football with me all year. Yeah, not, this is a lot of fun. Not, which not, is like what we talked about like the yeah. past like six or so months. Yes, which is football. Not, not an NFL uh, podcast, but we're we're pretty close. So yes, um, we're, we're a, we do everything. Yes, sports podcast that really loves football. So uh, once again, thank you all for listening. Remember to download, subscribe, rate, review, do all those things. And uh, we'll get you next time. Thanks for listening.